0: Coming up on today's episode of the Hey Girlfriend Podcast. Because you can say you love someone all day long. Like, I loved my last ex, like, a lot. Like, I don't even know if it was real love or what. I don't know what it was. I know it was toxic love. But I felt at the time that I was really in love with him. And none of it was enough. I did not trust him. And I tried to have love without trust before with him. And I came to this realization that when you try to have love without trust, it is a very unpeaceful connection. There's not any peace. There's there's just basically now you are becoming obsessed with this person. And when you become obsessed and possessive with them, meaning like you're tracking their calls, tracking where they're going because you don't trust them and there's no freedom in there. Whenever they leave and go do something, it's an argument. Whenever you try to leave and go do something, it's an argument because they don't trust you either. But yet y'all are saying, oh, we love each other. But the love can't flourish in a connection like that if there is no trust. Excuse me, can I please talk to you for a minute? When you're going through something, sometimes it helps to know that there is someone out there that understands you and what you're actually going through. It makes the healing journey a little easier creator of the I've been that girl social media community that currently has a growing number of followers and dearly known as girlfriends brings to you the Hey Girlfriend podcast. Tune in every Thursday to hear conversations that are honest, vulnerable, empathetic, and relatable hosted by author and mindset and intuitive coach Kendall D. These conversations are sure to empower you with more clarity and understanding about your own healing journey. Every episode will include Kendall sharing intimate parts of her personal healing journey from surviving toxic relationships to healing trauma to unlearning old conditioning and thinking patterns. Consider yourself now having a friend by your side that just gets you. Hey, girlfriends, welcome back to another episode of the Hey Girlfriend Podcast. I'm your host mindset and intuitive coach kendall d and today's topic is i don't really want to stay i don't really want to (laughs) go i can't sing but that's the 702 song if y'all don't know it's all over tiktok but that's an old classic by 702 but this is like how to tell if you need to stay in this relationship or if you need to get out because I find that that is sometimes hard to decipher if it's something that can be worked on or it's something that you should just say it's time to let go. So I'm going to go over some tidbits and tips that can kind of help you to decide because I'm never going to be the type to tell you, you need to leave. Unless the man is physically abusive, then that's different. But in my coaching career, I've never really coached a woman on to leave. I will Whatever decision she makes, I will coach her on that decision and ask her questions about her decision and help her to think logically about the decision and what is right for her. But I'm never going to tell you flat out, you need to leave. Unless they ask me flat out, then I might kind of like give some some answer around it. But typically, no, I'm not going to tell you that. Because it's really a decision you make on your own. And plus, I feel like I'm not going to... Hinder anyone from their growth and from their lesson. Because sometimes staying in stuff like that, you need to, in order to get to your next level of growth. So who am I to prevent that from happening? You know, you may be there because there's something there deeper, a deeper message or some kind of growth you need to gain from that situation. So I'm going to just help you through it. But this right here is to help you to make the decision for yourself if you should stay or if you should go. So, let's get into it without further ado. So, I just want to say that first of all, you know, understand that relationships of all sorts are going to have challenges. Like, all types of challenges. It's not just because you are having challenges. It doesn't mean that it's not meant. You know, it's really all about how the challenges are worked out. How you both work through them. So that's what this is mainly going to be about. Because if everything's all great and good, you know, I don't think you're going to have a hard time deciding if you should stay or you should go. You're probably going to stay. But it's usually within those challenges that arise in a relationship that has you trying to figure out if this something is for me or not. So the way you tell is that you determine if it's something that you can tolerate. Never say yes to something that meaning never say basically quote unquote yes to something that you feel like that you are okay with tolerating unless you can say yes to it a thousand times more. So that means don't look at it as a way of expecting that, okay, they're going to maybe change one day. However they are right now, expect that that's how they're going to be because change is not up to you. It's up to them. And so you have to determine, am I okay with staying here with this if it doesn't change and that's one way that's for like the smaller things the smaller tidbits that may not be too much of a bother to you now going into the deeper shit if you bring it up to their attention about how something is bothering you about how something doesn't feel right or how they made you feel about something if you are bringing that up to their attention and they're not willing to work on it and instead they twist it around, deflect and put it back on you and basically do not hold themselves accountable. You want to take that into account. You want to sit there and really ask yourself, okay, this is something that I've brought up to their attention. They're unwilling to change it. Am I okay with tolerating this if it does not change? And if the answer is no, then their relationship answer should be, I got to leave this alone. They've showed me who they are. I'm going to believe it. And so I guess in this podcast, I'm going to tell you whether you should leave or go (laughs) pretty much in in a sense. And so that's the main big difference because I've realized that in my healthy relationship, there have been challenges but those challenges made us stronger. It actually made the relationship grow. If you are experiencing challenges in a connection, a relationship with someone, and it's you're trying to get your point across, and you're trying to mend it, you're trying to build a connection, and they're just not having it, and they're not meeting you halfway with that, it's going to have to be a no. Because... How are you to work on challenges if you're doing it by yourself and one person feels that they're not doing anything wrong or they feel they didn't do anything wrong and they're feeling nothing to work on or they're not willing to do it? You can't do it alone. It's it's making it a one-sided relationship. And so that's how you know that this is not something that I can stay in because you're going to be in it by yourself. And... Challenges should not make the relationship weak. Conflict should not weaken the relationship. It's, and That's how you'll know if it's worth staying or not. If, the, if it's the same conflict over and over, if, if it's the same challenge, if you're repeating yourself, you're saying the same thing over and over, you bring it up how you feel about something, the same thing over and over and over again, they hear you and they know what they're doing. But they do not want to hold themselves accountable. It's at this point now when you're bringing it up again they're like, I see she's not going anywhere. Why do I have to change? It's not that big of a deal because it wasn't that big of a deal to me at first and they don't care so it's going to remain the same and then you're going to keep asking and asking until you're tired of asking. That's how you know that you should probably go. Um, Some other things. When Love just isn't enough anymore. Meaning that you can have all the love in the world for this person. They can have all the love for you in the world as well. But if it doesn't come with like respect, if it doesn't come with um, trust, it doesn't, if it doesn't come with just them taking an initiative to show up to the relationship, if it doesn't come with that, it's not going to last. It's not genuine love. And that's something I had to realize in my relationships because you can say you love someone all day long. Like I loved my last ex like a lot. Like I don't even know if it was real love or what. I don't know what it was. I know it was toxic love, but I felt in the time that I was really in love with him and none of it was enough. I did not trust him. And I tried to have love without trust before with him and I came to this realization that when you try to have love without trust, it is a very unpeaceful connection. There's not any peace. There's, there's just basically now you are becoming obsessed with this person. And when you become obsessed and possessive with them, meaning like you're tracking their calls, tracking where they're going because you don't trust them and there's no freedom in there. Whenever they leave and go do something, it's an argument. Whenever you try to leave and go do something, it's an argument because they don't trust you either. But yet y'all are saying, oh, we love each other. But the love can't flourish in a connection like that if there is no trust. So if there is no trust, ask yourself, can the trust be rebuilt? Can I learn to trust them again? Can I forgive them for the past? Have they shown me that they are changing? Have there actually been changed behavior? And if that's no to those things, then you know what you need to do. It's time to move on. (laughs) I mean, it's not funny, but it's just funny how I said that. I don't like telling people to leave, but I guess with this podcast, I got to. But yeah, that's how you probably know it's time to, to get up and walk away. Because, yeah, anyone that you're in a relationship with, you should have more than love. There has to be trust, has to be respect, has to be all of that. And the respect aspect comes into play when it has to do with how they treat you. They have to treat you with honor and respect, meaning that they respect your feelings, they respect your emotions, they respect what you bring to them. Um, they're able to hold themselves accountable. And also, they have the integrity to do so. Integrity is how they act when they're not around you. They're meaning that they're putting their relationship and your feelings first. They're acting with integrity. If they are not, and they're just doing whatever they want when you're not around, and you're constantly catching them and shit, and they keep saying, I'm going to change, oh, it's nothing, and they're deflecting, making you feel like your feelings don't matter... You cannot be in a relationship with someone that does not give a damn about your feelings. Meaning when you bring up a feeling and saying I felt this way when you did this and that and I'm feeling this way and they're seeing you crying, they're seeing you upset. If they don't care about any of that and let you go to sleep at night crying, let you sit up there and cry, let you sit up there and be upset. If they sit there and watch you in that, they do not care about you no matter how much they say they love you. Because I realized that Some people can really genuinely love you for real, but they have a problem with accountability. That's why I say love is not enough. They may love you, but they don't have the ability to show up for you because of who they are, because of their own shit, their own trauma. Some people have a hard time holding themselves accountable because they don't like feeling like they're in trouble or like they're the bad guy, quote unquote. They don't like that feeling because they already don't feel very good about themselves as is. They already have a low sense of self-worth and may already feel insecure. So whenever you bring up a feeling or something they did or something you don't like, they're gonna basically deflect and try to flip it back on you and how you're the problem because they don't want to sit in that that they're possibly a problem when it's really not about that it's really an opportunity from them to grow and to show up better for you and it's the same with you so if you're in a relationship and you feel like that it all the problems are your fault if they're making you feel like that it's only you that has work to do if they're making it feel like that they're not doing anything wrong if they're making you feel like that it's, you shouldn't do this or do that way or act that way. If they're just making you feel alone in everything, you know what you got to do. Because I don't care what the problem is. In a healthy connection, it's going to be you two and the problem working it out. Because they want to keep you. So that's something that I really had to realize in my relationship is that no matter what it is, they're not going to want to see me distraught and unhappy. They're want to We're going to want to fix the problem together so we can both have the peace and harmony together in the relationship. And that was a big thing in my healthy relationship. Now, whatever my issue was, whatever the problem was, he was trying to fix it. If they're not trying to fix it so that y'all can live peacefully and happily together and they're just trying to blame it on you and it's going in circles and it's an argument all the time. No. You know what you gotta do. Some other things that are important is you have to like the decisions they make for their life. You have to be able to fully accept them. If you can't accept them, if you don't like how they live their life and you bring it to their attention, of course, and doesn't fix anything, they don't change, that's who they are, you know what you gotta do. <laughs> that may not be something that's right for you because if you can't say yes to it a thousand times more and you don't see yourself saying yes to it for the rest of your life or for a long for a longevity however long the relationship lasts it's it's gonna be a no um something else it's important that you feel safe that's the main thing if you don't feel safe in a connection meaning mean you don't feel safe to bring up disagreements you don't feel safe to bring up your feelings. You don't feel safe to just have a different opinion in them. You don't feel safe. You feel like you have to walk on eggshells, basically. If you feel like that and you don't feel like it's a safe space for you to grow, for him to grow, you don't, or whoever you're dating to grow. If you don't feel like it's a safe space for you all to come together and to grow more and to heal more. If it doesn't feel safe, it's not a place you want to be in. It's not going to be healthy for you. You're going to feel that anxious feeling all the time. And do you really want to keep telling you to feel that? You should not feel like that. You should be able to feel like if a problem arises, we're going to work through it together. You shouldn't feel like that this is going to be the end. Or that they're going to deflect. Or that it's going to be an argument. Or that they're going to, you know, blame it on me. You should not have to feel that way. If you do, that is a big sign that that relationship is not... For you, I think that's about all. I didn't have much I wanted to say on this because it's really point blank and period. There's really not too much else that can determine that if you should leave or stay. It's really the main thing since when it gets to the challenges and the um, conflicts when it comes to that. And how this person shows up if you're feeling like you can't accept them for who they are. If you're feeling like they don't accept you for who you are. And you're feeling like it's a mismatch there. It's not something that you're going to want to remain in. Because something that I have realized when it comes to totally accepting someone for who they are. That's when the, I feel like, unconditional love steps in. Now, I know a lot of you may have heard and been thinking like, wait a minute, you know, relationship love, romantic love should be conditional. You know, you only stay with someone under condition. They treat you right and don't disrespect you and don't hurt you. That's a given to me. That's a given. But when you are really in a commitment and relationship with someone, you have to be able to totally accept them. Meaning you that's the unconditional love part that comes in. And its meaning, as far as it goes, is how someone feels about you on a day-to-day basis. Because you don't want someone to wake up suddenly and decide, I don't want you anymore because they don't like the way you look. Or they don't like the way you do this or that. Or they just decide that, you know, the love has ran out and they don't love you anymore. Because the thing is, y'all, if you want a long-lasting relationship... It's going to be deeper than just love. You're going to have to actually be able to like and accept this person because I'm telling you from experience of being in a healthy relationship with someone for going on eight years now, now married, there are a lot of little quirks and things that's going to be about that person that you are going to have to learn to either accept or decide you just can't be with them because nobody is perfect. And you're not even perfect. There's going to be some little things about you and little quirks that they're going to have to accept. And that's where the unconditional love steps in. Like, that's what keeps the love afloat and growing and keeps them loving you. We know that, you know, you're not going to want to be with someone anymore if the conditions of them treating you right, loving you right, aren't met. We we know that. That is a total given. So that's why I like to say it's important that you're able to accept someone and that they're able to accept you. That's the unconditional love part that steps in. That is so, so, so important. That's what makes you feel safe. You know, that's what makes me feel safe and not anxious that this man is going to up and decide he doesn't want me and abandon me all, all of a sudden. Because he loves me unconditionally. He loves me in the morning. Morning, when I'm looking a hot mess with no makeup on, my little acne spots. He loves me that I've gained a little weight. He loves me when my hair is not done. He loves me when I don't feel like cooking. He loves me when I'm being lazy. He loves me when I don't feel like doing shit. He loves me when I'm upset. He loves me when I'm angry. He loves me when I'm tired. He loves me when I'm frustrated. He's not over there like I'm about to run, you know. He loves me. He even loves me through my mental health issues. That is unconditional love and I wish that on every woman listening to this. And if you are a man listening, hey, I wish it for you too because you deserve that as well. But my podcast is mostly geared towards women. But I want my women that, you know, have a tendency to feel anxious in their connections and have an anxious attachment. Trust me, girlfriend, you want that unconditional love. You want someone... That you feel like it's gonna stay with you no matter what. And of course, you know, you're not treating them bad. That's that goes without saying, but I feel like I have to say that so y'all know what I mean by unconditional love. I'm meaning you want someone that's gonna love you through and through no matter what, because physical looks change, your mood is gonna change, your mental health is gonna change, life is gonna be life and you know even the the hardships to come in a relationship you want someone to love you through all of that and to be patient with you and love you just for you and I'm telling you like that's the main core thing that keeps I feel like my relationship together with my husband is because we love each other unconditionally like through and through there's no threats of us leaving each other we don't feel anxious that one is going to abandon the other that's what keeps it feeling safe so you want that unconditional love aspect you want someone that you feel like that you can accept that's very important some other things that I want to get into as well that I almost forgot to mention is that a lot of times you know we have a hard time deciding if it's our trauma and our past or whatnot that's causing the friction in the relationship or is it them and I want you to know that it can be both at the same time. It's both. Like there's, if something that they're doing is triggering you or making you feel anxious or making you feel away, it's triggering your trauma. It is your trauma. So that's why I say it is both. Now here is the telltale sign that if it's something that you want to stay in, when you are in a relationship with someone, you want it to be a safe space. So, if triggers arise and you bring that up and you try to work on it and you tell bring it to their attention and you're vulnerable with them, they should receive that well and receive that in a way to where they love you and they want to work with you on it. And to work with you on that while you work on it as well. It should be a safe space to where you can heal and you should feel safe with them that they're really wanting to work on it with you and not trying to alienate you even more or make you feel even worse about your trauma so for example if you need help with understanding this I had issues in the beginning with my husband with abandonment with him wanting to spend time away from me and I didn't know how to work that or how to work that out So what I started doing was being vulnerable and telling him, hey, you know, I really need some more time with you. I would like to have more time. It was hard for me to get to that point because I've never been that vulnerable. I've never expressed my needs that way. I've never asked for anything. I've always been scared to speak up for what I want because of how I grew up. I could never speak up in my house, so it's like my needs didn't matter. It's none of that. So I didn't know how to do that. I just knew how to cry, how to throw a fit how to get mad at him and fight, all of that. That's the only thing I knew how to do. But then I just slowly started, you know, just let me just ask. I don't know what provoked me to do that, but I guess because how he made me feel. And he, he made me always feel like, you know, baby, if it's something you need, just ask me if it's that. He always kind of made it me feel safe. And I just had to slow down and realize that that's what he was trying to do. And he probably didn't understand how to meet my needs because I didn't understand how to vocalize my needs. And so I remember just one day texting him because he was asking me what's wrong. It was I remember it was this was a lot in the beginning. I was all we were always talking about what's wrong with me now, what's wrong with me now? And it was never in a way of like, What's wrong with you now? What why I don't need it wrong now. It was never in that way. It was always like, Okay, babe, what do you what do I need to do now? What's going on now? It was like that. He always met me You know, I always felt safe with it. And so with him coming to me, making me feel safe like that, like it's safe to to just ask. I started saying, you know, hey, I would like to spend more time with you. And he did. He started spending more time with me. He found ways to do that. I'll never forget one day he um, surprised me. I had my own apartment for like two years at the beginning. when we Well, before I met him. So I had my own apartment when I met him. And he showed up. In the middle of the week. When he usually does it. To spend a night with me. And he left early to go to work and everything. So he spent the night there. And got up early to go to work. Just to spend more time with me. And it was that simple. And that's how you know if you should stay. If you bring up something. And you're vulnerable. And you're at your moment. of Where you're actually opening up. About how you feel. and About what you need. And they meet your needs with like, like. Like they don't care. That's a problem. So, yeah, my abandonment were being triggered. But, yes, he met those triggers with a safe space for me to grow in. And so with me realizing that it's safe for him to leave me because he's not going to abandon me, it's safe that, you know, because I can always ask if I need time, I can always see him next time, I started slowly realizing that this is safe. I'll see him again, so to speak. You know, my nervous system had to realize that, Hey, it's okay. he'll be back. Hes just going to hang out with his friends, or hey, you can trust him. He's not up with he's not out with some girl cheating on you, or hey you can trust him. he's you know it my nervous system had to literally it just had to have that experience to realize that this was safe for me to let my guard down and be vulnerable and be okay. That's how you know where you should stay, so yes, you're going to be triggered, but it's beautiful in a sense, you know. Like, to be triggered and to just grow and to become someone different. Like, I've grown so much in this space. Like, it's unreal. Like, it is unreal. Like, (laughs) <laughs> it's unreal I'm at loss for words and it's basically I'm saying don't be afraid to be the quote-unquote red flag or don't be afraid to be the uh, be triggered by your partner it doesn't mean that you should run it's how those triggers are worked out and how they're handled and you take it upon yourself to hold yourself accountable like what can I do better what can I do different and then you start working on it because you're in a safe space to do so like it is so hard To work on your triggers. It is so hard to be emotionally available. It is so hard to... um, It is just so hard to actually be in that space and hold yourself accountable. If you have someone that's making you feel bad about it. Or have someone that is pointing the finger at you. You know, of course, who would hold themselves accountable in that space when an emotionally unintelligent person that's just pointing the finger, like, so to speak, blaming you or... um making fun of you or not making it safe for you to just let your guard down and be vulnerable no you're not gonna you're not gonna (laughs) work on your triggers and no you're not gonna hold yourself accountable because you're gonna you know try to match up one with him and like okay bet we we go in there we about to fight about it all right what about you and you doing this you know you start both start picking and putting the finger and fighting with each other it's not peaceful because you're you're getting defensive now because of how they're making you feel and vice versa so it can't work in that situation however if you're triggered and you're able to be open and vulnerable about it and go to them about how you feel. And they're open and receiving it instead of saying, yeah, you do need to work on that. You are the problem. You know what I'm saying? Someone coming at you like that, they should not ever make you feel small or belittle you for any type of trigger, any type of emotional baggage you have, anything you have going on. They should not make you feel small or belittle you for it or make fun of you for it or deflect or just they should not make you feel bad about any of it. It's more so, okay, how can we work on this together? What can I do to make this a better space for you? I did the same for my husband. He had some of his own triggers. Not as many as mine, but who's counting, who's, you know, comparing. But I'm saying he had some of his own things that I'm not going to speak on because that's his business and our business. I I just share mine, so I'm not going to share his without his permission. It's just I keep my relationship, you know, um, private. But he had some things and he came to me about him and of course I'm gonna you know be all open ears because I care about him it's like when you care and love about someone you're gonna be arms open wide ears open heart open ready to hear them and try to help them if especially you see that they're wanting to change and it's so crazy because I tried to do all of this with my exes and I know some of you women out there listening tried to do with your exes as well You tried to be that soft landing for them. You know, that soft space for them. You tried to be that corrective emotional experience for them. To show them something different. You tried. And that's beautiful. I don't want you to ever regret trying with someone. Trying that with someone. They just weren't ready for that. And me and my husband, we were. We were at that stage where, you know, we want something real. And so the little ups and downs we had, they became ups because basically we worked through them and we were both able to come to each other and be each other's safe spaces that's that's so so important like there's going to be conflicts there's going to be triggers there's going to be arguments there's going to be disagreements there's going to be times where your feelings may change where you don't feel the same but it can be worked out because you should be able to come to that person and be open, honest, and vulnerable about what it is, and you can work through it. Now, I'll admit sometimes those things you may not be able to work through because it depends on the severity of them, if that person can hold the space for you. And all you have to do is just accept it, that they can't hold that space. And just, I know it will be hurtful, but it's better that you know than that you don't know. So always be vulnerable. It's in your best interest to be open and vulnerable in your relationship because that's how you would be able to know if this person is for you or not because how they treat you when you're being emotional or how they treat your vulnerability says a lot about them and how they care about you so how they how they come to you and how they hold that space for you that is the most important Because there's going to be ups and downs, for sure. There's going to be little quirks about them that's going to get on your nerves. There's going to be things about you that get on their nerves. But at the end of the day, the love is going to grow. And sometimes, y'all, sometimes, you may find yourself, I don't want to say bored, but you may find yourself maybe a little bored. Maybe like you don't feel like you're quote-unquote, in love with them and I will tell you this it's because a lot of us are used to that in love feeling feeling like we're chasing someone or feeling like we're romanticizing someone that in love feeling comes from us trying to chase like that next high of when we're going to get that good out of them or when we're going to get that breadcrumb out of them you know we're used to that we're used to that feeling like love and not something that's just steady the same way day in and day out the person that shows up day in and day out if you're not used to that it may kind of feel like it's a little boring and it may feel like you're not in love with them but let me tell you something i've realized that that in love feeling is a feeling that grows like in a healthy relationship the love grows no matter how long you have been together the love still grows. Like i it's like it's little things that my husband would do, or little moments where I'd be like, "I love him all over again." Like I don't know how to describe it, but think of it as like, think I didn't think of an analogy for this, but just think of it like this. It's not like that toxic love where it's hot and heavy in the beginning and it's all excitement and butterflies, anxiousness, all that shit it's not that feeling that's not what in love is it's the feeling of you just growing in love with that person day in day out the conflicts the triggers that we work through me becoming better seeing him become better all that helped us to grow in love so look and look at is in love meaning that it's going to be hills and valleys is that right hills the top of the hill in the valley is going to be hills and valleys And it's going to be where you're basically growing more and more in love with that person. You're growing more in love with them. Not quote-unquote like in love. It's more like growing in love. You get what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Like I'm, I'm saying you're growing in love, meaning the love grows throughout the years. That's what you're looking for. And when you work through those conflicts and those issues and you come out better and when you start spending more time together, when you're vulnerable with each other, when you could just say how you feel, when um, they do little things for you, all of that. It's just, you'll just find yourself suddenly looking at them like, I really love them. Like, I find myself throughout the day sometimes thinking about something that my husband has done or said or whatever, and I'm just like, I really love him. That to me is that in love feeling because it's a feeling that just grows and it just comes like, in waves so to speak and it's not that toxic shit where it's just like chasing so that can make you feel like it was in love that made me feel like I was in love like with my ex I felt like I was so in love with him because I wanted him so badly because I was chasing him you know what I'm saying that made me feel like, because it felt like I was trying to obtain something the whole time. Like, I feel like I was trying to win him over, win his love, win him, win, you know, make him act right, make him change. And I feel like I was always waiting to see him again because he was so inconsistent. I felt like it was death and that, I, And I romanticized how he, you know, the relationship was going to go because he was so attracted to me. So I romanticized the whole relationship with us like i want you know an attractive as hell man and all of that that was my top of the list because he just looked good to me not saying looks are not important but that was like the top and i just said fuck everything else (laughs) and and i just romanticized the whole shit like okay if he can just act right then yeah and so i felt like that was in love because i felt like that hunger and need and i was constantly chasing him You're not going to feel like that in a healthy relationship. That doesn't mean that it's time to go, that the love is stale. You know, it doesn't mean that. It just means that it's safe. And if you're feeling like you need a little time, you feel like you need something a little extra, you feel like you need some excitement, you can come to them and say, hey, I think we should do this, or hey, I'm feeling this way. I can always go to my husband and say, hey, I think we need to spend some time together. Or hey, I think we should do this. And he's like, okay. You know, or if I'm feeling the way, I can come to him about it. So that's the difference. If you can't go to your partner and have a civil conversation about how you feel, have a and he can't be in an emotionally safe space for you, if you feel anxious, if you feel like you're walking on eggshells all the time, if you just don't feel a sense of calmness and safety in that space, then, yeah, you know what you may need to do. Because you can tell them all day long, come to them about it, you know, try to work on it. And if it's to no avail and you realize nothing's changing, it's become a pattern. And patterns, I mean, they're probably not going to break because they don't realize they need to break them patterns. Like, things can come up, you know. Issues can arise. Conflict can arise. But it should not be the same over and over again, you know. It's become a choice in the pattern that they're making now and they're not hearing you wanting to change or maybe they don't feel like they have to change or maybe they feel like, you know, who knows what it is, but they just feel like that they're not ready to do that. They're not in the space to do that or that they shouldn't do that or it shouldn't be a problem to you. They don't understand why it's a problem to you. None of nothing like that. Then, Hey, they, it's the wrong time and place for their relationship and y'all just not right. And it's okay. You know, it's Okay. It doesn't mean that that's the last chance of love. It just means that that's not it. And you have to end that in order to begin what is for you and find what is for you. So remember that. But that's all I got for this podcast episode. I hope it kind of helps you answer some questions about your relationship. If you ever felt like you're not sure if you should stay or you should go. You know, I hope that helped you to decide. And one last little thing I want to add. I almost forgot. I keep on doing this, but I forgot to add this. Ladies, if you feel like that you're just not with that relationship anymore, like you just don't feel it, you don't feel a romantic connection, you just don't feel it, it's okay to say no and let go of a good guy. That's something I wanted to add in. Like, after all this is said and done, If, you know, none of it fits you, like the relationship is good, but you just don't feel the connection. You don't feel romantic connection. You don't feel sexually attracted to them. You just don't feel it. You know, you like them. You think they're a good person, but you just don't have that feeling that this is it. You know, hey, it's okay to let go of a good guy. There'll be others that you will feel more connected to. That doesn't mean you don't want a good person. It doesn't mean something's wrong with you. If it's just not there, it's just not there. Don't force it. You know, that's what I want to say on that. Like, it's okay to leave for no reason. You know, it's okay to leave if they haven't, quote unquote, done anything wrong. If it's just not for you, you're just not feeling it, that's not the relationship for you. Not at this time, it's not. That's just not the person for you, you know. And it is what it is. So, forgot to add that in. That's very important. That's all I got to say on that part, though. (laughs) So... That's all I got for this podcast episode, girlfriends. Until the next one, peace out.